quite like to be Ben and Jerry's, but worry that you'll end up more Kylie Jenner. Welcome to The Soapbox, the politics and marketing podcast for business owners with a social conscience. People who want to use their business platforms for good, but are slightly concerned that they'll just end up cancelled. I'm Peter O'Brien Day, a copywriter, messaging strategist and politics geek. I spent years making politics more accessible, first as a youth worker and then helping my clients weave their politics and ethics through their messaging so that they pull in more customers with their aligned values. And now I want to help you champion the causes that you care about without turning your Instagram feed into a telethon. Every Thursday, we make space to pick apart the sticky issues of the day and how to talk about them in your content. We cover how to choose which issues you want to talk about, how not to sound like that guy on the street corner with a megaphone, and what to do when you get that inevitable pushback. And we speak to entrepreneurs who live this out daily and the lessons that they've learned along the way. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready to jump on your soapbox. Why politics? It's so divisive. Why politics? It all goes right over my head. Why politics? It's got nothing to do with my business. These are all questions that I've been asked when I've gone on podcasts, when I've written blog posts, when I've had conversations with other business owners. I've talked about my belief that politics is the missing piece of your marketing. And they're all valid questions. And I can see where they're coming from. And I'm pretty sure that at least one of these is floating around in your head, even if you have clicked on the button to listen to my dulcet tones in your earbuds. So before we even dive into what I think about politics and marketing, before we even dive into the strategies that I've developed to help business owners like you weave their politics and their values into their marketing and messaging. Before we even get to the incredible conversations I've had with fascinating people, I'm going to talk about the answers to that question. Why politics? I want to start by telling a little story. And don't worry, this isn't going to be one of the intro to a new podcast episode that that takes you from my birth in some nondescript brick building all the way up to the present day in excruciating detail. Because, you know, I've got kids and frankly, I don't have time. But I think if you're going to understand where I'm coming from, then it helps if you understand a little bit about me. I grew up in a really political household. You know, the kind where people are shouting at television, mostly at Margaret Thatcher, because, you know, 80s Britain. We would have conversations about what was happening in the news. My parents would explain things to me, not like I was kids, but like I could actually understand what they were talking about. I grew up steeped in the reality of that politics too. We lived on a council estate. It was a pretty rough council estate as council estates go, a couple of doors down from the local drug dealer. We survived on income support and benefits and on the charity and goodwill of of a lot of other people who looked out for us, who left food parcels on our doorsteps around harvest and Christmas, who helped my mum pay for school uniforms, who looked after us when she was working. 
I saw the everyday implications of those big political decisions that we were arguing about. I saw how the view that a particular government takes on different groups of people affects the everyday lives of those people through no fault of their own. I grew up knowing that politics seeped into every single area of your life, from the way that you were educated to the people that you could marry to the quality of the food that you ate. So to me, politics isn't this big hypothetical argument that happens in these big halls. To me, politics is your business, your children, your energy bills. And although I wanted to be prime minister growing up, I ended up becoming a youth worker. I worked with teenagers, helping support their mental health, emotional health, physical health. And I made those abstract political arguments and the complicated news stories accessible to them. I showed them how their lives were impacted by those policies and how they could advocate for their own beliefs and needs. And when I made the transition from youth work, marketing, and I spent less time sitting on skate park walls and more time sitting in front of a laptop, I started having interesting conversations with other business owners. This was around... 2021, 2022. And there seemed to be this endless stream of tragedies that would hit us as we turned on our phones in the morning. And these tragedies just kept coming. There was a point where you couldn't even go a day without hearing about a shooting or an environmental disaster. And people with bigger platforms, and let's face it, bigger bank balances, um, were popping up on social media and saying that they were going to step back from selling or they were going to cancel their launch or they were going to postpone their offer because it didn't feel like the right time to be selling and they needed to be sensitive. They were going to take some time to step back. But in these conversations that I was having with other business owners, there was a little bit of confusion and concern around this. Like, was that what they should be doing too? Should they all be stepping back? Should they be not selling during these sensitive times? But let's face it, there comes a point where we have to be realistic. If we're going to take a break from our regular marketing of respect for victims and families every time something terrible happens, then we might as well pack up our Instagram passwords and go home. Because it never stops. Instead, maybe we have to admit Our regular marketing isn't serving us in a world where we're expected to always say the right thing about that next terrific news story, while still selling our offers with energy and enthusiasm. Because my business pays my bills, it provides for my family, and it benefits my mental health, and I'm pretty sure that all those things are true for you too. I don't have the financial luxury of taking time out or stepping back. and. I've learned through that childhood reliant on the welfare state, through friendships with those whose sexuality was rejected by those around them, and through a strong realisation that we are all responsible for each other as a human race. I've learned that politics can't be separated from anything else in life. So, bills or no bills, I also don't have the ethical luxury of staying silent about the injustices around me. So why politics? Because we need to find a different way to do this. We need to find a way to hold space for the reality of the world 
while acknowledging that marketing is a necessity if you're running a business. We need to find a way to be authentic in using our platform to talk about the things that are important to us, whilst also acknowledging that selling is kind of the point. So, one of the reasons why politics and why this podcast is because I think it has everything to do with your business. Your business doesn't happen in a vacuum and your customers and clients don't make purchasing decisions in a vacuum. All these things that are going on in the world, all these political conversations, all of these decisions, they affect the way that you run your business in terms of policy and laws. But they also affect your business in terms of the context that you exist in. Because your customers are dealing with all this stuff too. If you serve mums of small children, then do you really think that when they're scrolling your sales page, they're not also in the back of their mind or the front of it, thinking about how terrifying it is to send their children to school every day? If you serve the Gen Z community, do you really think that while they are deciding which one of your products suits them best, they are not also thinking about the environmental impact of every decision that they make because they know that we are running out of time to do something about our planet. If part or all of your audience is LGBTQ+, then do you really think that as they are working out which one of your webinars they want to go to or which one of your group coaching programs suits their needs, they're not also thinking about how there are parts of the world and sometimes parts of their own country where they're in physical danger. Your business does not exist in a vacuum. And not addressing these massive issues is, you know, naive at best, ignorant at worst. The people that you serve the community that you want to build around your business, the audience that you are speaking to, they care about this stuff. Because it's not just airy-fairy, hypothetical, abstract issues. It's their everyday life. And, you know, if it helps, I have stats to support me. Sprout Social did a survey at the beginning of this year and they found 73% of consumers want brands to take a stand on sensitive issues. 73% is bonkers. Like, it might as well be 100. This is what the majority of people that you are serving want. They want to shop or purchase with brands that align with their own values. And they need to know what those values are. So, sure, if you've got um, a diversity and inclusion policy hidden away on page 76 of your website, then that's great. But wouldn't it make more sense to put it out there where people can find it? Wouldn't it make sense to make sure that the things that you care about, that the causes that are important to you and the issues that you know are important to your audience are out there as part of your messaging in a cohesive, natural, authentic way? Wouldn't that make it easier for people to make a decision on whether to purchase with you or not? And I get that this is not easy. 
I get that we're all terrified of delving into politics and the way that we view it. I get that we're all used to hanging out in our little silos on social media, where we surround ourselves with the people who agree with us because it's safe. And where we've been taught that people who don't agree with us are bad or misguided or evil, are trying to make the world a worse place. And that we should either completely avoid talking to them or we should desperately try and convince them that we are the ones that are right. I get that we have been pushed into arguments and sometimes violent disagreements with people by social media and the mainstream media because it suits them to piss against each other. It sells papers. Well, you know, who's only thing sells papers nowadays? It drives ratings. It yeah, gets more clicks. But it doesn't help us as people. It doesn't help us as a society. And it doesn't help us move things forward and make the world a better place. So yeah, it can be really divisive. But it doesn't have to be. And one of the things that I want to do with this podcast is to show you that we can talk about these things. We can have those difficult and sticky conversations um, without scaring people away, without ending up in a massive row. That, aside from our businesses, we can sit around the Christmas dinner table with like great Aunt Sally or whoever and have an empathetic, humanising conversation with her even if we disagree with her. With this podcast, I want to help us have better conversations in real life and in business. With this podcast, I want to help you find a marketing strategy that feels more authentic so you can talk about the things that matter to you. With this podcast, I want to help you address the issues that your audience care about so you can make a greater connection with them and so you can build your community. With this podcast, I want to help you get your head around tricky issues that you might not feel informed enough on. With this podcast, I want to give you different perspectives that you might not have come across within your own personal circles. And you might not agree with everybody who I bring on here. I might not agree with everybody I bring on here. But I want this space to be somewhere where we can dive into sticky issues without hating each other. And where we can use that information to go out into our businesses and to use our platforms to talk about the issues that we care about. That's about it, really. I'm excited for you to come with me on the journey. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Soapbox podcast. You know how these things work by now. If you like the episode, then please share it with your friends. Shout me out on LinkedIn, at Peter O'Brien Day, or on Instagram at the Soapbox community or at All Words by Peter. And if you've got a few minutes between your to-do list tasks, then I'd massively appreciate you leaving me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'll see you next week.